0: or complete terms.
5: KFI AM 640, you're listening to the John Cobalt podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from one until four, and then after four o'clock you could hear the John Cobalt show on the iHeart app as a podcast, John Cobalt show on demand. Uh, Deborah is here, Eric Skler is here, welcome everybody. And first thing we're going to get to, this is going to be one of the dominant stories Maybe the dominant story locally in the first three months of 2024 for our show. And that is going to be the permanent removal of George Gascon as district attorney. Uh, he's like a cancer that has to be cut out. You know, district attorneys, I don't think they ever had term limits. Because uh, uh, district attorneys used to serve uh, multiple terms. I could think of a few that served at least three uh, so there's no way we're going to end up with uh, George Gascon for maybe another decade or more. That just can't happen. Drastic measures have to be taken, and uh, we can have him evicted from office as early as the first Tuesday in March when there's a primary. Now, the the it's a top-two system. As you know, this was uh, Schwar- Schwarzenegger's stupid idea a few years ago. Uh, Regardless of party, the top two vote-getters in a primary go on to a runoff in November unless somebody wins 50% plus one vote. The barest of majorities will get you in without a November runoff, which means you're automatically renewed for another term. And fortunately, there's zero chance of that happening because uh, Gascon's approval rating is now 15%, percent one five percent it's really low what complicates things is he's got nine candidates running against him so they are predictably splitting the uh, sp- splitting the anti-gascon vote uh, in nine different ways which means it's unlikely not only is gascon not getting the 50% but nobody else is either so there's two possibilities either two of those nine end up in a runoff against each other two non-gascon candidates or somehow, mathematically, the way everything splits, Gascon sneaks in. Uh, he's not going to win a general election in November, but he can get in as one of the top two. So it's it it, it really matters if we want to if we want to kill him off now politically. Uh, we got to strike a, a, a blow in March, and you have to be aware of just how awful he is because normally, I mean, he really uh, to me. Exhibits uh, sociopathic tendencies. He's he's got no conscience at all. Uh, he has no empathy at all. Clearly, uh, even m- for murder victims, murder victims' families, people have suffered terrible trauma and tragedy. Uh, he he won't let any of his uh, deputy district attorneys accompany them to uh, parole hearings. It's that kind of cruelty. So he, I mean, there's 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 bad. Uh, there's people with bad ideology, and certainly woke ideology is is one of the, is the one of the worst I've ever seen. But then there's just a personal meanness, and that's what Gascoigne has. And now he's really rubbing our faces in it because he has released, and this was done uh, quietly on Friday. Friday is where they dump really bad negative news. Figuring that nobody in the media is going to notice, and often it works. Because uh, Friday, everybody's uh, everybody's uh, closed shop in the media newsrooms. And by Monday, well, it's old news. I mean, that was last week's news. We don't follow those uh, rituals here on our show. Uh, it, it's always news, just because you covered it up for a long weekend. Well, here on, on Tuesday, we're getting to it. I found this in the California Globe originally. On Friday, the L.A. District Attorney's Office released a list of internal promotions that will take effect in the new year. One of these appointments is Tiffany Blacknell, who will now serve as Gascone's chief of staff. Because the uh, old chief of staff is being promoted to chief deputy district attorney. By the way, his name is Joseph Iniguez. Iniguez was arrested two years ago on suspicion of public intoxication. He then filed suit in federal court claiming that the Azusa Police Department had violated civil rights. That suit was settled. And uh, the California Attorney General's Office chose not to pursue the public intoxication prosecution. They had to They had to send the case to the California Attorney General and, of course, Rob Bonta's office gave him cover. So now we've got um, chief deputy district attorney, uh, a guy who was arrested uh, for public intoxication, and replacing Miss Tiffany Blacknell. Now, Blacknell, by uh, profession, is a public defender. But she's more than that. She's a former admitted looter. Because Bill Malugin from Fox News... Still, you know, he's the national correspondent covering the border in Texas, but he still keeps his hand in, in LA News. And he resurrected this post from what was then Twitter Tiffany Townend Blacknell, May 31st, 2020, at exactly 9 p.m. Again, she's your new George Gascon chief of staff. And she writes, I was a looter. In 1992, I was 15. I was furious. This is after George Floyd. and uh, 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 Oh, I'm sorry. This was Rodney King. I was a looter in 1992. I was 15. I was furious, sad, and scared. I had no way to process my emotions about the murder of Latasha Harlins or the beating of Rodney King. So we went out and we watched our city burn. And when the opportunity arose, we took some bleep, complete with a bleep emoji. It was one of the most formative moments of my life. I remember it so clearly. I remember sitting on my cousin's car and watching the fire on the first night with tears in my eyes. And tonight I am triggered. Because this was the George Floyd moment, right? 2020. So the George Floyd moment triggered her. And she decided to go public. And wax nostalgically about the time she she helped to burn down her own neighborhood, part of her own city. So please don't come on my page complaining about protesters or looters. Don't tell me bleep about the Whole Foods in West Hollywood or your beloved Santa Monica. My whole community was leveled. Cry me a river. Nordstrom's will be okay. All this respectability by black folks and complaining by west side white liberals is maddening. So she throws in some racism. She throws in hatred for people who succeed in life. Um she doesn't care if Nordstrom's is is taken out. And again, it's her own neighborhood. It's her own part of town. In fact, she helped loot. She helped steal things. It's her formative experience being 15 with Rodney King. And now she's triggered. Oh my. You know what triggered is Triggered is when you have an underlying mental illness, and now you feel permission to act out. That's all triggering is. All these people who have these public displays or even private displays of excess emotion and overreaction to some political or social issue, these are mentally ill people. And uh, usually if you suffer a trauma, you go for therapy. Maybe you should take some, some, uh, some pills and learn how to act publicly. But Tiffany Blacknell can't, and she gets rewarded. Gascon rewards her. Her. Uh, while you're judging their conduct, meaning the George Floyd rioters and looters and their character, remember that they are kids. How would you feel if you were inheriting this bleephole country, a country where we boast about our billionaires? But our hospitals can't protect nurses and doctors. A country where people are murdered by militarized police force paid to control you. How would you feel half your country is unemployed? Half your county is unemployed. If you were being priced out of higher education, how would you feel if you were the first to die in a pandemic and the last to receive a bailout? And she goes on from there. There's other statements she's made, which I will get to when we come back. And the writer of this piece, Martin Marks in California Globe, is going to be our guest in the three o'clock hour. But this is the final stick in the eye from George Gascon. A confessed looter becomes chief of staff. Someone who absolutely hates successful people and is racially biased to boot. We'll get to that. You, You white West Side liberals, please stop whining if your whole foods is looted. Okay, you have no right. It doesn't matter that you worked for your money. It doesn't matter that uh, uh, there's people at the Whole Foods who depend on it uh, for their jobs to pay their rent and bills. No. Tiffany Black now thinks a Whole Foods should be sacrificed. Uh, A Nordstrom should be sacrificed because she says so. And she's got credentials. She's a looter. More coming up on her when we come back on the John Cobalt Show. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. We are live on Instagram right now. Uh, some kind of experiment is running and I get to uh, look at myself on a screen while I'm talking, which is terrible. Uh, if you want to go uh, to our Instagram uh, channel page thing, it's at John Kobelt radio. And I'm told to constantly spell my name because it's a uh, it's uh a conglomeration of consonants. It's a Polish name, so in Polish, they use very few vowels. Uh, anyway, it's John Kobelt Radio, K O B Y L T, and uh, Deborah's coming in to show off her shiny new coat.
3: <laughs> you are doing great,
5: John. You know Keep it up. we got like seventy people already watching. Already seventy? Yeah. Is that why you sent her in here? Yeah. <laughs> to try to bulk up the crowd. <laughs> Woo-hoo, who wants to stare nice. at me for five minutes? I mean, thank you. You You're make welcome. you make a, a, nice, a good cheerleader. Um. All right. Well, I was What was I talking? <laughs> Tiffany Townend Blacknell. Tiffany Blacknell is now the chief of staff for George Gascone. And you might be saying, well, who cares? What does it matter? Oh, no, no. This matters because he's in the fight of his life politically. Uh, he only has a 15% approval rating. And polls are showing that most of the public is never going to vote for him. Uh, as long as he's in a runoff uh, after the March primary, uh, in November, he's going to lose. Now, who's going to take him on? We don't know yet. There's uh, several candidates who, there have been a number of polls, and the polls are all over the place. Nathan Hockman did well in one. Uh, John Hatami does well. Uh, Eric Sadal did well in one. And, and th- there's others as well, um, Maria Ramirez. So it's it's impossible to tell what's going to happen. What would be great is if two of the opposing candidates got in for the March runoff and then we could not only have a victory dance on Gascon's political grave, but then we could enjoy the next uh, six months, not worry about whether something uh, weird is going to happen or, you know, they might rig the election because remember the George Gascon recall was rigged. They threw out an excess amount of signatures because the registrar's office is just corrupt. So,, uh, you never know what's going to happen. Nobody wants to take that chance. So what we need is two candidates in the runoff, and Gascoigne to finish third or farther back. Now, you think a guy in that kind of precarious political situation would be very careful with who he gives promotions to. Instead, he elevated the notorious cop hater, Tiffany Blacknell. And just if you're just joining us, just to quickly recap, she tweeted in twenty twenty that uh, this was the George Floyd uh, week. I was a looter in 1992, Rodney King time. I was 15. I was furious, sad, and scared. I had no way to process my emotions. So we went out and we watched our city burn. And when the opportunity arose, we took some bleep. It was one of the most formative moments of my life. So here she is bragging about stealing things, taking things that she should have gone to jail for taking. And she's bragging about it. Now she's the chief of staff for George Gascon. Here's some other things that she has posted on Twitter, which has now become X. In 2019, she wrote, prison is obsolete. We need to reimagine America without it. That's a sweeping statement. Not reforming prison. Not coming up with more fake rehabilitation programs for prison. It's eliminating prison. It's obsolete. We have to live without it. Here's some more. And credit to Bill Melugin. Bill Melugin at Fox News found these tweets. California Globe has publicized these tweets. And here is a previous tweet where she called LAPD barbarians and an occupying army. This is her attitude as the chief of staff. For the top law enforcement official in Los Angeles County. And as I mentioned before, she targeted people in West Hollywood, people in Santa Monica, for complaining that their Nordstroms or their Whole Foods was was looted. And made disparaging remarks not only about blacks who complain, but white liberals on the west side. So she's she's an all-around hater of the human race. Uh, a lot of anger. Clearly, she doesn't have the stability to be the chief of staff for George Gascon. Or maybe she does, because he's a lunatic. So odds are he would only hire a lunatic to be the chief of staff. I mean, you couldn't imagine anybody rational or reasonable taking that job. Who would want to work with him? I, I imagine everybody reasonable is just waiting out these last uh, this last year or so until he's finally gone. But I'm 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 telling you. I also don't want apathy to take over. You know, sometimes in primary elections, because the presidential race should be the big driver. However, barring his death, Joe Biden is going to be the almost automatic Democratic nominee. He'll win in California. Trump will win on the Republican side. And for all the people who poo-poo the number of uh, the, the 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 how blue California is, there are more Republicans voting for Trump than in any other state, simply because of the size of California. What we need is a big turnout on both sides of people who cannot stand the filthy, dangerous mess that Los Angeles County has become. So I couldn't care less who you vote for for president in this context, but I want you to vote in the primary. And you've got nine other choices other than George Gascone. So there's no excuse here. When he's he when he's hiring or promoting a, an admitted looter, when he when she is busy calling for the abolition of prison, and calling the police barbarians, um, there's no excuse for this. Uh, I I I mean you know clearly she's unhinged and she has every right to be unhinged and she can have any opinion that she wants and she say what she can protest. She could loot because looting is legal now. I guess it was legal then. So fine, go go steal your stuff. But to be chief of staff for the LA County District Attorney, you have the power to stop this. You can do it by voting for someone else other than Gascone. I'm not even going to make any, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. No endorsements, no nothing. Just vote against George Gascone. Vote for somebody else. Keep track of the polls. Look at the leaders. Push. Whoever the leaders are, over the top, get two of them past Gascon. They're all pretty much the same, with the exception of one guy whose name I'm not going to mention because he's not doing well in the polls, and I don't want to raise his profile yet. We'll just we'll just see what happens. But the rest of them, they all seem to be good people, and they would do what's obviously right. All right, we've got more coming up, uh, and we got a lot on this show, and I'll I'll give you a rundown after Deborah's news. But next, what we're going to do. Is the Los Angeles Times, after years and years of denial, has finally admitted and put at the top of their website today, all day long, rich people are leaving California. That's bad for the economy. What they're saying is that's bad for tax revenue, for hair gel. And I'll explain, because they denied this was going on for years. And it is going on. And it's going on at a rapidly accelerating rate. So that's next. On the John Cobalt Show. Let me just run this
3: by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years.
6: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM
5: 640. All right, here's what's coming up later in the program. I don't know if you saw, but uh, we're setting records today at the, at the Mexican border. About 12,000 people have stormed the border. It's completely out of control. Bill Malugin again. I heard one of his reports uh, driving in. and I've got to uh, get a moment to look at uh, the video on Fox News. But he, he said that it was just a scene of utter chaos like uh, he hadn't uh, witnessed in uh, two years since all those Haitians. If you remember, there were thousands of Haitians hiding under an overpass a couple of years back. Well, it, it's it's that bad and worse, according to Malusion. And he said in his report at the border, not not he couldn't see a single border patrol agent, like no no government at all. <laughs> the U.S. government does not even exist at the border in some areas. We are going, and the reason I bring this up is in the news today is the Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill that gives local police the authority to arrest migrants. And judges, state judges, the ability to remove them to Mexico. Of course, this is going to engender a huge legal fight with the Biden administration. But uh, Abbott is just going for it because he's had it. And uh, also, uh, next hour, Alex Stone, this is a really disgusting idea. I hope you're done with your lunch. Oh, Deborah, you'll like this, right? I know how health-oriented health, health oriented you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're... Uh, your drinking water now is <laughs> going to be coming from your toilet. I know. They're going to take your, your toilet flushes, uh, clean your wastewater, and then eventually send it back to you as drinking water.
3: I think I'm going to stick with the uh, the bottled water.
5: I remember in Orange County years ago, they, they announced they wanted to do this, and there was such blowback that they canceled the uh, the project. And now, I, are are people comfortable with this?
3: Well, they are. They. I was watching actually on the news this morning, and they showed treated wastewater and uh, non-treated. And you you really the way it goes through this process, you can't tell the difference. Now, obviously, I'm not looking at it under a microscope, but the reporter was saying you you cannot tell. It goes through so many different chains of cleaning, and they they get rid of viruses and they get rid of the pathogens. Well, I don't know. There might be some tiny little
5: minuscule I, well, things th- in I, there. Theoretically, it, it probably works. But in real life, the government fouls things like this up all the time. Remember the uh, the the wastewater release in, uh, was it in El Segundo, from the wastewater treatment plant? And it fouled the water in the local area. And there was a bad stink coming yeah. from the canal. And it went out into the ocean. So there's there's... Malfunctions all the time at these wastewater treatment plants. So I I don't want to deal with malfunction, and I, I'm I'm drinking somebody else's poop.
3: Well, I guess you can smell it first and see if it has yeah, a odor.
5: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to. I'm a, I'm just this is so frustrating because I don't like the idea of it. it just bugs me. Well, it's it's that, poopy I, water. That's, it's, that's it's being poopy cleaned. Water. Yeah. I mean, have you seen people? Yeah. <laughs> Have I seen people? Have watch? you seen people? No, I mean, yes, you know, I don't want to drink water that came out of their systems. I don't
3: want to drink water that comes out of my system.
5: Well, good point. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll t- we'll talk about that with Alex Stone at two thirty, and then the writer of that California Globe piece on uh, George Gascon's newest chief of staff, the looter. That's uh, we're going to know her. She's going to be known as Tiffany the looter Blacknell. Great. All right. For years, the El Segundo. Uh, the Pravda Times has insisted that and, you know, who else has insisted this uh, politicians, uh, all sorts of uh, editorial writers, columnists, slanted stories and headlines in the L.A. Times, politicians, bureaucrats, you name it, have said, no, no, the tax burden isn't too much. It's not true that that rich people are leaving. That's just not true. And we always have new people moving in. Finally, I'll give them credit. I figured out the the uh, El Segundo Times. They'll lie for years, and then when the evidence is overwhelming, they do a big splashy story on the front page to make it look like they were the first to break the news, and we were the ones who discovered that California, the California wealthy, are fleeing to uh, low tax or no tax states. You know, they and what they have here is a huge story that ran. Uh, God, I don't know how many pages here. Uh, I mean, five full pages explaining how the wealthy people are fleeing, have been fleeing, and why this is bad for the economy, bad for tax revenue. Um, Even though California, this is by Don Lee, even though California has experienced lopsided out-migration for decades, that means that... um. There's always been, recently, there's been uh, people always moving out. But they always got replaced by newcomers who were better educated and earned more money than those who left. And we told you this a few years ago, that that had long changed. That people were leaving and they're getting replaced by poor people, largely immigrants, most of them illegal immigrants, so if you keep adding illegal immigrants and other poor people, but you're losing the wealthiest, well, what's going to happen eventually? There's a mathematical tipping point. Well, it looks like we reached it. Uh, according to uh, new data, for the last several years, thousands more high-earning, well-educated workers have left California than have moved in. The reversal, largely in response to the state's high taxes and soaring cost of living. I can't tell you how many high-tax advocates were babbling their propaganda about, oh, don't worry, the wealthy people, they're not going to leave California. Oh, it's too beautiful here. The weather is great. You know, they they just looked at it as a tax you have to pay to enjoy the California lifestyle. No. They don't want hundreds of thousands of dollars stolen from them every year, and they get nothing back for it. I've also heard this, that, well, you know, in European countries, the tax rate's even higher. Yeah, but in European countries, they get a health care system, and they also get a a top-of-the-line school system. We get neither here in California, and we get garbage roads, and they're destroying the police department. State budget analysts projected a $68 billion deficit. Because there's been a 25 percent drop in personal income tax collection, and part of that was a not great stock market last year, and there were layoffs in the tech se- tech sector. Some of the companies were struggling with profits, but really, it's the and what they don't want to touch here. It's not just the high taxes, but the quality of life. You know how many well paid six figure people moved out of. San Francisco, thousands. Because they were sick of people defecating in front of them, urinating in front of them, vomiting in front of them, and uh, injecting heroin, tossing the needles, snorting meth, running half naked, screaming in the streets. People got uh, fed up with it. And where they're going is low-tax states. In fact, uh, they uh, interviewed uh, Su Jin Yang, She moved herself and her business. Her business is designer eyelashes. What the hell is a designer eyelash?
3: Well, you go and you get uh, eyelashes glued on to your current eyelashes. Is good money in that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I, I don't have them, but I know a lot of people that do.
5: Well, she no longer feels safe in downtown Oakland. Go to Nevada, fewer regulations, no personal income tax. Yang said, definitely the tax breaks, more affordable wages. In 2021 and 22, about 750,000 more people left the state than moved in, and it used to be that people with college educations would move in from other states, but now, no. Again, we're we're getting mostly immigrant, uh, you know, legal immigrants coming in. Uh, this matters because the top one percent of income earners in California account for 45% of the total income tax revenue. Uh, it used to be the average income of taxpayers who moved uh, to another state was about $137,000 in 2021 and 2020. It used to be $75,000. So it used to be 10 years ago, people making seventy-five dollars got out of state. Now it's people making one hundred thirty-seven grand and and they're 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 moving to Texas. They're moving to Florida, Nevada, Tennessee, because they don't have a personal income tax. And in California, the top rate is twelve point three percent. And then if you're a millionaire, there's taxes on top of that. I think it goes all the way up to fourteen point three percent. so that that was what that's what a lot of smart people said for years and years and years. And people like Newsom and Jerry Brown said, no, 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 that's not true. That's not true. Well, it is true, and the El Segundo Times had said it for years, and they were lying. Wishful thinking, propaganda, you, you could you could pick whatever name you want for it. Now, we come back, speaking of Nevada and Newsom, uh, the El Segundo Times went to Nevada to see if anyone is interested in Gavin Newsom for president. Could they find anyone? Anyone? They interviewed Democrats. Tell you next. You're listening to John Cobalt On Demand. From KFI AM 640. Derek Ward, uh, a former NFL running back and a Super Bowl champion, arrested this week here in L.A. for committing multiple robberies. Derek Ward uh, didn't even use a weapon because he was six, six feet tall and 230 pounds. He's been booked on a quarter million dollars bail. This guy made $20 million in his career. At one point, he signed a seventeen million dollar contract. I guess uh, he didn't uh, finish it out, and he was with the New York Giants in two thousand and seven, the year that they beat uh, Tom Brady. He was in ninety three games as a running back, had had fifteen touchdowns, and uh, now in retirement, he was uh, robbing people. There you go. All right, we mentioned before that uh, a lot of wealthy people are leaving uh, California, and this is. Mm. They, they're taking their money out of the economy and they're taking their money out of the treasury, which is why California's got a $68 billion deficit. The uh, El Segundo Times sent Mark Baraback to Nevada to see if anyone's interested in having uh, Gavin Newsom as president. Uh, and he interviewed Democrats. And, um, you know, some people are hoping that anybody jumps into the race. Uh, before uh, before Biden passes away, uh, nobody of note has so far. And um, here's just some random quotes from various Democrats in Las Vegas. And uh, there's a guy here. What's his name? Uh, uh David Mulcrone. Oh, the, the Times. The Times opens by pointing out Mulcroe is gay and Latino. Yes. Oh, they're so precious. Uh, And uh, Mulcrone said, the last time I was in San Francisco was about five years ago. Mulcrone said as he led his three pet beagles on a walk in a Las Vegas suburb. Last time in San Francisco, about five years ago, and he recalls stepping from his car and hit with a pungent whiff of urine rising from the street, he blamed Newsom. Now, there's no evidence that Newsom was the one who urinated, but... uh, immediately associated the stink with Gavin Newsom. I think his policies were too liberal, and that kind of laid the foundation for why San Francisco is the mess it is now. I don't care if I ever set foot there again. Hmm. I guess the columnist was expecting a gay Latino to be uh, liberal enough that uh, he wouldn't object uh, to stepping into a, a pool of urine. Uh, then the talk, She uh, Baraback talked to Michelle Hoffman. And she likes Biden, but uh, she says Biden can't make it. No Newsom. He's got that California stigma. Uh, I'm from Missouri, and I don't think he'd get support from the rest of the country that he would need to beat Biden. In nearly three dozen interviews with voters in and around Las Vegas, not one of them mentioned Newsom as a substitute for Biden. (laughs) But you know what? That tracks with um, national polls. In national polls, Newsom only gets 3%. When, when they ask separately, okay, Biden can't run, who do you, who do you think uh, should be the Democratic nominee? Newsom's way in the back of the room, 3%. Uh, there also was uh, no clamor for Kamala Harris to step in either. Um, and they would rather deal with uh, Biden being 110 years old and in dementia than, than have Gavin Newsom. Um, here's another guy. Uh, his name is uh, Pruitt. Uh, he visits Los Angeles for business. Oh, it's a woman. Uh, she uh, visits Los Angeles for business. She sells vintage antiques. And uh, her opinion of Newsom is he really screwed over a lot of people. <laughs> Democrat Cindy Manchie likes the Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer, much better. Um uh, uh, Manchy doesn't miss the high taxes And cost of California living And also thinks Newsom is too liberal To win the White House Plus I don't think he's done that great a job as governor And uh, certainly uh, The Republicans that uh, Baraback interviewed Didn't want Newsom They found one of them They found one guy Yeah they found one guy A guy named Brian He uh, works uh, at, a, at a shopping mall I love Gavin Newsom He's young He's intelligent He's done a lot of great things for California. Uh, Brian said this during a vape and coffee break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk to. Uh, we're going to talk to Jim Ryan from ABC News. Jim Ryan from ABC News today. Governor Greg Abbott. He's this is another guy I like. He just keeps coming at all these uh, immigration weasels in the Biden administration. He signed a bill giving local police the authority to arrest migrants. And he gave state judges the ability to remove them to Mexico. So this is causing a big riot in political circles in Washington, D.C. Jim Ryan's going to explain it all coming up on the John Cobalt Show. And Deborah Mark is live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
0: complete terms.